0: Jacele de Brina Cacoli de Barajata, Ara de Bozake, Arada Bozake, Engele Nosha, Engelene Mosha, Egele de Bobo Borrocotose Kele de Brina Cacali de Babre Gedeske Telene Manga Engebo Zocola de Brina Cacalia Naha Egebo Zocola de Brina and Jacele de Brina hunter In the name of Jesus. Father, we praise and bless the name of Jesus. The name that is above every name. The name that rules in heaven and earth and under the earth and we are called by that name so we come humbly and respectfully tonight before your holy precious written word and we thank you lord that we are feeding from your precious word thank you for the mighty holy spirit that lives on our inside guiding us into all the truth heavenly father tonight we rejoice that as we study your word reveal knowledge is gifted to your people tonight burdens and yokes are destroyed Whatever is not planted by God is rooted out in the name of Jesus. Father, we decree that tonight your people are built up, equipped, edified, and Jesus glorified. Thank you that by the end of this service, nobody lives there the same way they came. We give you praise and glory for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name, and every believer says it powerfully. Amen. Amen. Lift your right hands to heaven. Let's release our feet together. As we say these words, I am born of God. I am born of the world. we well, want to welcome everybody connected to this service by way of kingdom life network facebook youtube twitter instagram we're so glad to welcome all of you, social media community and also we want to welcome everyone in the akwaibom state community we're so glad to have all of you connected to the service tonight all of you connected by way of Comfort FM, XL FM, Radio Aquibum. You know you, you know you FM. Those of you connected by Heritage FM, Inspiration FM. We're so glad to welcome all of you to the service tonight. Hey guys, do me the favor. Call a friend. Call a family member. Call somebody in your neighborhood, ask them to tune to this radio station right now. Life is flowing through the airwaves. I also want to ask our social media community, like you've always done, let's get the gospel to the ends of the earth tonight again i'd like you to share the video on your page create watch parties tag some people join as many groups as possible and share the video or, or into all of those groups let's get this gospel to the ends of the earth and let's release the fragrance of god's grace all over the bloomable planet and i like you to put the videos on monogram telegram and whatsapp groups it's going to be exciting as we study the word together tonight I want to welcome all the Bible study centers and all the house churches in Aquaibom here. We're so glad to have all of you connected and our campuses around the world. What a joy to be able to fellowship together in the light of God's word. Everyone minister that is here tonight, we love all of you. We're glad to have all of you men and women of God. What a joy to be able to share fellowship with every one of you. Hallelujah. I'd like you to grab your pen, your notebook, your Bible, and you can be seated with your sweet, smart self as we get into the world of his grace. Still new creation company in 2021 is exciting to just keep enjoying the word of his grace right from this you know this season and enjoying the things that Christ has made available to us in his world. Praise God. Alright. John chapter 5 verse 39 John chapter 5 verse 39. You search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me. So we've established that the Bible is Jesus' book. It's Jesus' Bible. They testify of me. So Jesus is the center point of the message of the scriptures. Beginning from the law of Moses. Beginning from the books of Moses. To the prophets. It's all pointing to a destination. All of their writings, all of the prophecies of the prophets, and all of the Psalms of David were pointing to a destination. And Jesus is the destination, the climax, the consummation. Jesus is the arrival point of all the scriptures. Now, yesterday we began to look at our identification. And I'd like us to look at that scripture again. John chapter 17 verse 21. John chapter 17 verse 21 that they all may be one as thou father hath in me and i in thee that they also may be one in us that the world may believe that thou hast sent me 22 and the glory which thou givest me i have given them that they may be one even as we are one so we established yesterday That our identification begins with his personality. We identify with the person of Jesus. I in them, they in me, as you the father is in me. Alright, so we identify with his person. Now look at the book of John chapter 14 verse number 3. John chapter 14 verse number 3. And if I go and prepare a place for you. I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. So he said secondly, our identification is with where he is. And where he is of course includes what he is. Now, so we don't share his position only. We don't share his person only. We also share his position. That forms the background for the things we're going to be looking at in the next few minutes tonight. Now, let's go back to Romans chapter 3, verse number 21. Romans chapter 3, verse number 21. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Mark the words, mark the words by faith of jesus look at again romans chapter 3 verse 21 but now the righteousness of god without the law is manifested being witnessed by the law and the prophets 22 even the righteousness of god by faith if your bible is mine i will circle the byes by faith of jesus christ unto all and upon all them that believe for there is no difference by faith of jesus then circle unto all and circle upon unto upon so he says it's by faith unto by faith unto look at it again romans chapter 3 verse 22 23 and 24 Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe. We are dealing with identification. For there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. By his grace. Freely by his grace. So the word unto and by. I used for who? Unto. By. Giving unto you. It has to do with what he did. Giving unto you. What he did. Okay. Giving unto you 25 pay attention to verse 25 whom god has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past, through the forbearance of god now observe the word for 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 the remission of sins for is for who jesus because jesus is the one who remitted our sins who determines what was done so he is the for. pay attention to those verbs for relates with him for now look at verse 26 verse 26 that to declare i say at this point or at this time his righteousness that he might be just that he might be just take note of that might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus look at Romans chapter 4 verse 25 Romans chapter 4 verse 25 who was delivered for Remember those words for our offenses and was raised again for our justification. So two for's for and for who did it for Jesus did it for us. Jesus did it for us. So our redemption is via a third party intervention. Jesus did it for us so those verbs relate with him he did it for so based on Romans 4 25 Romans chapter 5 verse 1 now therefore he did it for us therefore being justified or based on this being justified by faith we have peace Through our Lord Jesus Christ Based on this Why? Being justified How? By faith Being justified By faith By and through Through the redemption That is in Christ Jesus Through You are justified by faith Whose faith? Jesus, faith. Look at Romans chapter five, verse eight. Please pay attention. Romans chapter five, verse number eight. But God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for he died for us. Romans five ten. Romans chapter five, verse ten. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Much more, being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. Did you observe? By. 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 If when we were enemies, we were reconciled. By. Being reconciled, we shall be saved. By. By the death of his son we shall be saved by his life all right now romans 5:11 romans chapter 5 verse 11 and not only so but we also in god joy in god through our lord jesus christ by whom by by whom we have now received the atonement notice the word by for of through Those words connect us. Those are our connectors. By, for, of, through. They are our connectors. That is where his actions connect with us. Where his actions connect with us. Those words that connect. He did it. Notice. If you just said Jesus died. That's a fact. For is the connection. Jesus died. That's a fact. How do I come in? For, that's a connection. That is, this connects by, through him. By, through him. Notice, in Romans chapter 4, in fact, in the book of Romans, 11 times, Brother Paul used the word imputed or impute. The word reckon. That word impute is the word reckon. It means the same thing. Impute or reckon. The word impute or reckon is an accounting word. It is the word logizomai in the Greek. Logizomai. L-O-G-I-Z-O-M-A-I. Logizomai. It means to count. It means to take record of. An accountant will request for all the receipt books. He will request for all the invoices. He will request for everything because he is supposed to take into account. So, you take everything, you put it on record. What you simply do is to take account of something that has already happened so let's come back here romans chapter 12 verse 1 please stay with me romans chapter 12 verse 1 i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto god your reasonable service i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you present your bodies A living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, your reasonable service. He used the word by the mercies of God. Why did he say by the mercies of God? Because that was the discourse from chapter 9, chapter 10, chapter 11, and chapter 12. The discourse was a discourse on the mercies of God. We think he's saying present your bodies as a living sacrifice. That's not what he's saying. If he had used as a living sacrifice, it would be a contradiction. It's not present your bodies as a, it's present your bodies a living. Not as a, a living, because the Greek word used here is paristemai. P-A-R-I-S-T-E-M-I, P-A-R-I-S-S-T-E-M-I, paristemi. Paristemi. It means to exhibit to exhibit it means to express to express it means to express something that exists that is if you buy for example an orange or oranges and you express it in a cup the liquid is already in the orange when you express the liquid there you are expressing the orange so when he says peristemi it means to exhibit if you had used us that means your body is not a living sacrifice so he is saying that already your body is a living sacrifice your body is holy your body is acceptable unto god because you cannot peristemi what does not exist why is your body holy because God has sanctified your body by the blood of Jesus. Why is it acceptable? Because God has purchased it with his blood and made your body his temple. So your body is already holy. Your body is already acceptable. Your body is already a reasonable service unto God. So what is he asking you to do? Express it express it he says in romans 12 1 which is your reasonable service so what is your reasonable service present it present it that is you will serve god by calling your body what he calls it what did he call your body holy what did he call your body a living sacrifice what does he call your body acceptable when you call it what he calls it that becomes your reasonable service you will serve god properly if god says you're holy by calling your own body yourself holy you will dishonor god if you say your body is not lord prepare me a sanctuary pure and holy There is no song that dishonors God like that song. Lord, prepare me. That's a dishonorable song. Okay, But you can can correct it like we did by rewriting the song. You have made me a sanctuary Pure and holy Tried and true With thanksgiving I am a living sanctuary for you that honors God. Because you just agree, you just homologio what God has already said. Now, so, he says, you present, exhibit, peristemi. That is, he expresses your body a living sacrifice notice that word we will come back again to that word the word logizomai l-o-g-i-z-o-m-a-i the word logizomai means to credit or to reckon It's used several times in romans chapter 4 we just said jesus did this for by through for by through Romans chapter 4 verse 8 please pay attention Romans chapter 4 verse 8 blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin key scripture alright talking about Abraham to whom God will not logizomai The Greek word for impute, logizomai, to whom God will not count, to whom God will not record. Now, it does it mean that the man did not sin? No. The man sinned. I bring all the receipts and invoices of sin. And you say, no, I will not record that. There are receipts as evidence There are invoices as evidence, but God says, no, it will not be recorded. Logizomai. Now, hold on. Does it mean the sin does not exist? The sin exists. To whom God will not impute. It's not a denial. Is there. But God refused to record it. Romans chapter 4 verse 3. Why will God not record sin? For what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God. And it was counted unto him for righteousness. That means in Abraham's account. What was recorded? Righteousness. Why? Why? because he believed so in his account it was counted unto him for righteousness who did it god look at romans chapter 4 verse 5 please pay attention romans chapter 4 verse 5 but to him that worketh not but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly his faith is counted for righteousness the word counted again is the word logizomai his faith is recorded for righteousness what is recorded for righteousness his faith not his conduct not his behavior his faith is recorded for righteousness that is the man has sinned, but by believing god can justify That believing is recorded in his account as righteousness. So, by believing, Abraham is justified. But does it take away the fact that he sinned? No. But in the record, what do you have? Faith as righteousness. Faith as righteousness. That's why you read the book of Genesis... And you see Abraham's failings. You see Abraham's failures. And the spirit of God doesn't make a single mention of it in the New Testament. You read a man like David. Is it not the same David and Bathsheba? And Bathsheba is not even mentioned once in the epistles. Not even mentioned once. you never hear Solomon and the queen of Sheba. Not once. You never hear of Samson's haircut, whether it was short or Jerichoil, or it was long. You never hear that in the New Testament. In fact, Delilah does not have a word in the Greek. The word Delilah does not exist in the Greek. Why? Didn't those things exist? They existed. But it was not credited to their account. So God didn't record that against them. Why? Romans chapter 4 verse 5. And Romans chapter 4 verse 6 to 7. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly. His faith is counted for righteousness. Verse 6. Even as David also described the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputed righteousness without works, saying, Blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Look at verse 9 and 10 of Romans chapter 4. I tell you. Comet this blessedness then upon the circumcision only or upon the uncircumcision also. Now the circumcision are the Jews. The uncircumcision are the Gentiles, the non-Jews. For we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. Next verse. How was it then reckoned? When he was in circumcision or in uncircumcision? Not in circumcision, but it was recorded in uncircumcision. The word reckoned used so many times so many times in that chapter it means you need to pay attention look at verse 11 of that same romans chapter 4 11 and he received the sign of circumcision a seal of the righteousness of the faith which he had yet been uncircumcised that he might be the father of all them that believe the father of all them that believe though they be not circumcised that righteousness might be imputed unto them also. They are not circumcised. They are not Jews. But because they believe righteousness is imputed, logizomai, unto them, credited to their account also. Look at the same Romans, chapter 4, verse 22. Romans 4, 22. And therefore, it was imputed to him for righteousness. 23. Now, it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed unto him. That's an example or a pattern. So, 24. 24. But for us also, to whom it shall be imputed. Why? If we believe on him, the race of Jesus our Lord from the dead. 25. Oh, glory to God. Who was delivered for our offenses. And was raised again for our justification. So notice. What we just read now is God toward us. That is God's record this against you all in your account. Abraham failed. Abraham had errors. But God did not record that in his account. Why? Because Abraham believed. So he says to everyone who believes that God raised Jesus from the dead. That person's faith is credited to his account as righteousness. So that means in your account, what you will have for believing is righteousness. That's the word logizomai in Romans chapter 4. Who does the logizomai? God. So, God does the recording, God does the accounting, God does the crediting. So, there is logizomai, God word that is God reckons that. Keep that somewhere. Come to Romans chapter 8, verse 18. Romans chapter 8 verse 18 Mm-mm. for i reckon the same word logizomai that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us i reckon i take into account paul never uses reckon for in When he uses in, he uses epignosis, knowledge. Okay? All right. Now, look at Romans chapter 6, verse 11, with that in mind. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ. our lord likewise ye reckon so the word reckon again take account what am I supposed to do I am supposed to actively take account that my body is what dead to sin and alive to god I must also take account if my body misbehaves Or, a believer sins with his body. What is the believer supposed to reckon with? The sin or what God has done to his body. What God has done to his body. So, I put to record, indeed, my body is dead to sin, And alive unto God. Do you understand the word reckon? It's not denying the fact. But doesn't take into recognition. He doesn't recognize it. You only recognize that you are dead to sin and alive to God. Paul uses epignosis for in. If something was done for you and God has done for us as God has done for us in Christ, what will be our own responsibility? We will take account of it. We must take account of it. That is, there will be many facts that come to us. He says, you must reckon with what God has done for you in Christ. That's what you reckon with. That means if a believer should commit a sin now, he doesn't deny the sin, but he reckons with the righteousness of God. He doesn't deny the sin, but also he doesn't reckon with the sin. He reckons or takes into account the righteousness of God. That is what he reckons with. And that is what he should recognize. Because the word reckon implies that there are other facts. But this is the one I will recognize. Just like Abraham had a lot of facts. But that one was reckoned was his faith. His faith as righteousness. How many times did Abraham believe? Once. Once. Just once. And that became an eternal personality of Abraham. If you observe when you are reading for your own personal study, Romans chapter 5, verse 15, 16, 17, 18 to 21. Follow this as we go. Look at Romans 5, 15. Romans chapter 5, verse 15. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by by grace which is by one man. The gift by grace which is by one man, Jesus Christ hath abounded unto many. By Jesus Christ, abounded to many. Who are the many? us whose action abounded to us Jesus Christ look at verse 16 now take note of bye 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 bye, bye. and not as it was by one that sinned. so is the gift for the judgment was by one to condemnation but the free gift of many offenses unto justification 17 For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more, they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. 18. Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so... By the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto the justification of life. Next verse, 19. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Did you observe the bye-bye? Look at 20 to 21. 20 to 21 moreover aye, 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 aye. the law entered a that the offense might abound but we are seen abounded grace did much more abound next verse that our sin hath reigned unto death Even so, might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. Now, everything was done by who? Jesus. It was done for who? Us. By who? Jesus. For who? Us. By Jesus Christ. For is the connection to what Jesus Christ has done. So he did it for connecting us to what he has done. Jesus died, was buried, rose, his own action for us. So, death, burial, resurrection, his action for connecting us to that action. All right, that's identification. That means everything he has done becomes ours. That means. The events of Jesus in the 4th gospel. The facts of his death, burial, resurrection is accounted or credited to my account. So when he died, I died. When he was buried, I was buried. When he rose, I rose. Identification. Please stay with me. It means the events of the cross recorded, you know, as what Jesus did. The grave, the resurrection, now belongs to the one it was done for. What does the one that it was done for, what is his responsibility? He must reckon. Reckon with it. To reckon means to recognize it. To reckon means to take it into account. That is, how do we know Abraham was declared righteous God said so so logizomai is done by God and it is communicated by words remember logos logos. God said it God called Abraham righteous that means everything Jesus has done I must take account of it. If I just said, Jesus died. Oh, he died. Oh, yes. He was buried. Oh, he rose on the third day. Is that or my? No. I'm just talking about facts. But when I say, Jesus died for me. For my sins. How do I logizomai? I say therefore my sins are eternally forgiven. That is logizomai. Jesus died for my sins. Logizomai. Therefore my sins are forgiven. I am taking account of that. If I say Jesus who was righteous died for the unrighteous. So, I have the gift of righteousness. How do I reckon with that? I now say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. That is logizomai. So, in logizomai, we don't just refer to the action of Jesus. We refer to what it has done for us. So, I recognize What Jesus has done for me is now mine. That is, if you check your account, all that Jesus did is deposited there. If you check your account, all that Jesus did is deposited there, it is now yours. That is, your account has been credited by God. Now, it is left for you to recognize it. Recognize that in your account, these things were done for you. Now, so having read Romans chapter 5, look at verse 21. Romans 5, 21. Mm -mm. Romans 5, 21. That a sin had reigned unto death even so might grace reign through righteousness unto life eternal by Jesus Christ our Lord. Mm -mm -mm. Are you ready? Okay, now, Romans chapter 6 verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Imagine if there were no chapters. It would have been easy. Let's see where something similar is used. Romans 8.31 What shall we then say to these things? If God for us, who against us? Rhetorical question. If God for us, who against us? It means impossible. Nobody, if God for us, nobody can be against us. So now go back to chapter six of Romans, verse one. Romans six, one. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Where did he use grace abound and sin? Romans 5.20 so let's go back Romans chapter 5 verse 20 and 21 moreover the law entered that the offense might abound but where sin abounded take note of abound abounded grace did much more abound 21 21 that as sin hath reigned unto death Even so, might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans chapter 6 verse 1 now. Romans 6 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. What shall we say then? What shall we take record of? What shall we logizomai? (laughs) Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. That word is epimteo. In the Greek, epimteo. It means impossible. For those making notes, E-P-I-M-T-E-I-O. Epimteo. E-P-I-M-T-E-I-O is the word God forbid, which means impossible. That means, it's not possible to continue in sin when grace has abounded. He is saying, what Jesus Christ has done, has put a death nail to sin. That word, shall we continue in sin? Let me tell you what people think it is saying. What they think it is saying. Shall we continue in sin? What they think it is saying is because God has forgiven you. Do you think you will just continue to be sinning? That's what they think. Okay? If you continue to sin, don't expect grace to abound. That is stupid. That is very stupid. Because the essence of grace is to forgive sin. That's the essence. Somebody says, Don't think God is careless with his grace. Oh? Don't think God is careless with his grace. Oh? All this grace, grace, grace. Don't think God is careless with his grace. Oh? If, they, if you don't know what grace is. Grace is careless. Grace means careless not just careless reckless because grace is unconditional unmerited unsolicited for mercy of god so actually grace is careless (laughs) glory it means to give it free without condition that's grace That word continue in sin is an old English word. That is why it confuses many people who are not diligent with study. It's an old English word used in Acts 10.48. Acts 10.48. Continue in. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. They prayed, then prayed they him to tarry. Tarry. The word Tarry there is the word continue in to tarry. Look at Acts 21, verse 4. Acts 21, verse 4. The use of the word continue in and finding disciples, we tarried there seven days. We tarried. We tarried there. That's the word continue in Acts 28:14. Acts 28:14, where we found brethren. And were desired to tarry with them. To continue in. So shall we continue means? Shall we stay in sin that grace may abound? Actually what Romans 6.1 is talking about is the deliverance of believers from sin. That a believer is no more in sin. Moreover take note. He didn't say shall we continue to sin. He said shall we continue in. There's a difference between in and to. The believer is no more in sin. He's been delivered from sin. That's why the word God forbid. That is it's not possible that since grace has abounded to us we cannot stay in sin anymore since grace has abounded because we are sin abound grace much more abound so since grace has abounded to us we cannot continue in sin anymore are we in the building yeah we cannot continue in sin anymore he doesn't use sin in plural he uses sin in singular the same word continue he uses it in romans 11:22 now if you think he's talking about practicing sin you are very very misled because the same word is used in romans 11:22 give me romans 11:22 romans 11:22 behold therefore The goodness and severity of God On them which fell Severity But toward the goodness Toward the goodness If thou continue In his goodness If thou continue In If thou continue In his goodness If you stay In his goodness if you continue in his goodness is he saying if you continue practicing his goodness no it's not a practice It's to continue in his goodness so he's not talking about practicing sin at all in romans 6 1 look at first corinthians 16 7 first corinthians 16 7 for i will not i will not see you now by the way but i trust to tarry continue, to tarry a while with you. Galatians 1.18, the word continue in. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter, and abode with him fifteen days. So, basically, he is saying, since grace has abounded unto us, we do not stay in sin. Because right now, we have received the gift of righteousness. So he says, God forbid. Look at Romans chapter 6 verse 2 now. He continues his thought. God, Romans 6 two God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? How shall we? That is, if we have reckoned with everything he has been saying, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer in sin? He is saying impossible. Romans 8.31, see where that kind of word is used. Romans 8.31 What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, Who can be against us? 32. He that spared not his own son. That is God being for us. He that spared not his own son. But delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Hallelujah. Freely. These are questions that have answers in them. Why is it impossible? It is impossible from the things he just said before asking the question. It's impossible because one man, Jesus Christ, has died, and the gift of grace has abounded unto many. Are we together? Look at verse 3. Hi, yeah, 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 yeah. Romans 6:3. Know ye not, brother Paul's, know ye not. That so many of us, as we are baptized into Jesus Christ, we are baptized into his death. So the word continue in sin is not practice, is a word that means to dwell in. Not practice, but to dwell in. You can read the following scriptures for, for, for more for more understanding. Philippians 1:24, Colossians 1:23 first timothy 4 16. philippians 1 24 colossians 1 23 first timothy 4 16. so now what scene is he referring to romans 6 1 and 2 romans 6 1 and 2 put it up quickly what shall we say then shall we continue in seeing that grace may abound god forbid how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein so now what sin romans five twelve. wherefore as by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin so death passed upon all men for that all have sinned next verse Until the law, sin was in the world. But sin is not imputed when there is no law. So the sin is referring to, is it singular or plural? Singular. Actions are the governing principle of sin. The governing principle of sin look at romans chapter 6 verse 2 and 3 so that you just get the full context now god forbid how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer daring next verse know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into jesus christ were baptized into his death that means you have to know so when we say we are dead to sin we are referring to his death christ's death our being dead to sin is identifying with the death of Christ. So in verse 3, is a logizomai. Know ye not that as many of us as we are dead to sin, as, as many of us as we are dead to Christ, we are dead to sin. So when we say we are dead to sin, we are referring to Christ's death. Look at verse 4. Oh, I love verse 4, 5 and 6 now. Romans 6.4 Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also shall walk in the newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, knowing, keep, that our old man is crucified with him that the body of sin might be destroyed that henceforth we should not serve sin verse 7 for he that is dead is freed from sin is that answering verse 1 Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? He that is dead is free from sin. Is it clear? Now, that's a logizomai. You are taking account of what Christ has done. When you say, I am dead to sin, what are you doing? Logizomai. You are taking account of what Christ has done. Look at verse 8. 9 verse 8 9 and 10 oh now if we be dead with christ we believe that we shall also live with him 9 knowing this that christ being raised from the dead died no more death had no more dominion over him for in that he died he died unto sin once but in that he liveth He liveth unto God. That's what he did for us. Now look at verse 11 now. Likewise, likewise, what are you liking it to? What Christ has done. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. Logizomai—that means you will recognize that fact. Who made us dead to sin, Jesus? Who made us alive to God, Jesus? But I must recognize it. Paul used the word logizomai. I must recognize it. That's why verse twelve. Now, ah, yeah, yeah. Romans six twelve. Ah, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in the laws thereof so which precedes the order not letting sin or logizomai when you logizomai then you will not let sin when you recognize that you are dead to sin and alive to God that recognition will not let sin reign Supposing a believer uses his body to sin. Does it change the fact that he is dead to sin? No. Because his being freed from sin is not installmental. He is free from sin once and for all. Because when Abraham believed, it was once and for all. In all of his life, in spite of all that he did, he was called righteous. Abraham, the righteous man. When Abraham went further to do his works of righteousness, the works of righteousness did not make him righteous. It was righteousness that produced the works of righteousness. So, because you are dead to sin, let not sin reign in your mortal body. You are indeed dead to sin recognize that you must identify what Christ has done by saying, I am dead to sin. I am alive to God. David said, you know what David said? I recognize my sin. (laughs) I recognize my sin for they are ever before me. (laughs) I recognize my sin (laughs) for they are ever before me. <laughs> David. But today, we recognize Christ. For he is ever before us. We see Jesus. I am dead to sin. I'm alive to God. I am free from sin. Why did God put it in your account? Why did God deposit his grace? Why did God credit his righteousness to your account so that you use it? Why God put it in your account, irrespective and in spite of you, is so that you can use it. You use his grace, you use his righteousness. Use what is in your account. When you are worshipping, reckon what God has done. When you get before men, reckon what God has done. I am the righteousness of God. You are the nature of God. That God has granted to a man, God has granted to a man, makes a man free from sin consciousness. And it makes a man able to stand before God, before man, without a sense of guilt, condemnation, inferiority, complex sin consciousness. It makes you able to stand before God, before man, and you're able to stand before the devil without fear. Without a sense of sin consciousness. Paul used that word logizomai, all he has done for you. The problem today is we are in the practice of recognizing what we have done. We keep recognizing what we have done. And we are not asked to recognize what we have done. We are asked to recognize what he has done. When you recognize what he has done, because that is what is credited to your account. What is credited to your account is what he has done. Not what you have done. You have to le- lo- logizomai. Meaning, that is not an action you took. It's an action somebody took on your behalf. A third party intervention. Whatever is done on your behalf belongs to you. I am free from sin. I'm alive to God. Oh, hallelujah. I thought somebody would say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ. Can I hear a powerful amen? Ladies and gentlemen, God gave us his Word. So that we can have it to say. He has said that I may boldly say. The Lord is my help. He has said that I may boldly say. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. He has said that I may boldly say. I am dead to sin. And alive to God. When I say that, I honor what he has done. When I say that, I honor what Jesus has done. When I say that, I glorify Jesus. Reckon yourselves indeed dead to sin. You present your body living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. In the presence of Satan, in the presence of men, you say as he is. So am I in this world. Hallelujah. Say it boldly. A bold confession that declares what Christ has done over your experiences. Over your feelings. You make a bold declaration of what Christ has done over your feelings, over your experiences, and over your circumstances. You don't walk by what you feel You walk by what Christ has done. A bold confession that says what Christ has done is more supreme than my experiences. It's more supreme than my feelings. And it's more supreme than anything the devil will offer anybody. What Christ has done now begins to future in my experiences. I begin to have experiences of the finished work of Christ. Hallelujah. I begin to have experiences. Of the finished work of Christ. What Christ has done now. Begins to feature. In my experiences. But I must recognize it. I must declare it all the time. I must say it all the time. And somebody says. So if a believer sins. What should he say? Recon yourselves there. You are not denying the sin but you are not reckoning with the sin. You are reckoning with what Christ has done What Christ has done is bigger than your sin. What Christ has done is bigger than your mistake. What Christ has done cured it and settled it forever. So who do you reckon with? You reckon with what Christ has done You don't reckon with what has happened You are not denying what has happened but you are not reckoning with it. You reckon with the righteousness that you are of God. You take your place in the finished work. You stand boldly In the finished work of Christ. You refuse to let the devil. Beat you in the mind. You refuse to give the devil a room. To molest your thinking. No you reckon. Know ye not. So there is a knowing. You must know. Beyond your feeling. And when you know. Beyond your feeling. What you know will start changing what you feel. you must know to a point where what you know is bigger than what you feel get preoccupied with what you know think on these things (laughs) take no thought saying what shall we eat what shall we put on don't take the thought take no thought saying I may not make it I may fail i may make mistake what of if no take no thought say think on these things think on these things whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are of virtue and of praise if there be any virtue if there be any praise think on these things when the thoughts come ask yourself is that a good report no out is that a good report no out is that pure no out is that of virtue no out is that of praise? no out you think on these things and somebody said to me how do i control my thoughts because sometimes the thoughts are flooding my mind all kinds of thoughts all kinds of condemnation they flood my mind how do i stop it how do i stop it you stop thoughts by talking you open your mouth and start talking Let me show you an example. i like you in your mind to count one to ten quietly in your mind. Don't speak it out. Just just count it in your mind. One to go. Shout, praise the Lord. Shout, hallelujah. Shout, thank you, Jesus. Shout, glory. What happened to your counting? It stopped. When you start talking, you interrupt thoughts. You stop thoughts. You stop the flow of thoughts. How do you win over thoughts? You stand up and begin to see. You begin to speak you begin to logizomai. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am what the word says I am. I have what the word says I have. I can do what the word says I can do. I am redeemed. I am justified. I am in him justified. He is in me glorified. As he is, so am I in this world. You'll keep talking and every useless thought will find its way out through the back door. I thought somebody would shout hallelujah. Say with me, I recognize, I reckon. Say right now, I take into account, I am dead to sin, I'm alive to God. I take into account, I am accepted in the beloved. I take into account, His office is my office. I function in the authority of the finished work. I take into account, as He is right now, so am I. He is not sick, I am not sick. He is not broke. I am not broke. He is not guilty. I am not guilty. As he is, so am I. I stand boldly before God. No guilt, no condemnation. No inferiority complex. I stand boldly before the devil. And I declare, a righteous man is talking to you right now. I thought I will hear powerful amen. You look in my eye what Christ has done. You take into consideration. Abraham considered not. The deadness of Sarah's womb. Wherefore holy brethren. Partakers of the heavenly calling. Consider Jesus. Abraham considered not. The circumstances. You consider Jesus. When you consider Jesus. You do not consider the circumstances when you consider the circumstance you're not considering jesus you consider jesus the apostolos the exa apostolos the apostle and high priest of our confession yeah he's a high priest of the things we say so we must say the kind of things that he can offer jacolata i am righteous I am accepted i am blessed i am holy i am sanctified i am bold i am in charge i preach the gospel without restriction i declare the mind of god i have utterance. i have all the gospel i preach is accepted of the saints the gospel i preach is accepted of the unbelievers the gospel i preach is celebrated among the saints yay i declare right now I consider Jesus. I didn't hear powerful amen. Let's blast in tongues for a few seconds Thank you, Father. Praise you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we rejoice that tonight we are growing in grace, we are growing in knowledge. The revelation of your word is growing big in the hearts of your people and the devil has nowhere to hide. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Victory continually manifesting. And I declare right now, sick bodies be healed. Infirmity go. Oppression, go. In the name of Jesus. The voice of the enemy, be silenced. You spirit of fear, lose your holes. Lose your holes. In the name of Jesus. And I speak the peace of God over your heart, over your mind, over your thoughts. I speak the peace of God over your body. And I declare what Christ has done for you is complete. So you walk in the consciousness of it. And we decree that tonight the revelation of Jesus grows big on your inside until nothing else matters. Thank you for great grace. Thank you for the blessing tonight. In Jesus precious name. And every believer says that. Amen on a note of finality. Glory. Amen. Say with me I reckon. I logizomai. That when Jesus died. I died. When he was buried. I was buried. When he rose, I rose. When he was exalted, I was exalted. As he is right now, so am I in this world. Glory! Amen! Oh, I tell you I'm excited tonight hallelujah now listen to me i want to take up your offerings but don't go away we still have asked the counselor and we're going to be answering questions phone calls and responding to all of your emails you don't want to miss that session but friends i'm excited tonight i want to thank all of you partners and friends who continually give to this ministry to enable us to do the things we do for the kingdom i'd like you to know that through your givings, we're getting the gospel to the ends of the earth my prayer for you is that you continually abound unto every good work favor is at work on your behalf opportunities and resources are released into your hands to do more for the kingdom in Jesus name amen Praise God. Grab your offerings. Those of you online, the banking details are scrolling. On television, the banking details are scrolling. And of course, those of you that are listening on radio, Mr. Michael Bush will read the banking details to you in another minute or two. But it's just a joy to be able to serve you the grace of God. Lift up your offerings. Let's pray. Father, we rejoice that we give in faith. We give with joy through our givings. The gospel continues to abound. Thank you that every need is met in the lives of your people. And thank you that our offering is a sweet smell before you again tonight. Thank you for the blessing upon your people. In Jesus' precious name. And every believer says a powerful Amen. Praise God. You don't want to go away. We're joining you in another minute or two so we can answer questions and answer your calls. And I know that we're going to have quite a number of calls tonight. We're going to have an exciting time as we adventure together through Ask the Counselor. Until I see you in the next section Enjoy the grace of God Let's celebrate viewers around the world For being a part of this service tonight Glory Amen Oh, I tell you I'm Reaches excited tonight We have really huh? been blessed by this message For these, all the messages And books by Dr. Abel Domino Please call Plus 234-806-800-9939 Or email PowerCityOffice at gmail.com spirit of god spoke to me that this year the alignment will get more sharper it will get more sharper and the difference between darkness and light will get more clearer this year it's going to happen false prophets and false preachers will be exposed charlatans will be disgraced them all because the light of god's word is going to grow and discernment will be very sharp deception will increase for those that will be deceived Those that will be deceived Will be deceived to silliness Those that have chosen the path of darkness Darkness will consume them That is They will be so full of darkness That they will not find their way And those that have chosen the path of light Will walk in greater illumination There will be so much light So there will be such clarity Between darkness and light It's not going to be like it is now Well, we don't know which is which Because all of us look alike All of us sound alike False prophets are using Jesus We too are using Jesus Charlatans are using tongues We too, we are using tongues No, no, no There will be a sharp divide The body of Christ will emerge out of the rubbles out of the rubbles There shall be an emergence Of the structure There will be an emergence Of the ship The church of Jesus Who start taking shape. It will start taking shape And it will become very clear to the world That this is the church of Jesus I speak to you the mind of God Almighty It shall no more be business as usual It shall no more be a combination of all of us No, no, saith God My body will rise and emerge out of the rubbles. And saith God An exceeding great army is rising from among the rubbles. And it shall be clear, it shall be obvious And they shall know, they shall know Everyone will know the difference between darkness and light. The days are over when those who don't know the difference call the darkness light and call the light darkness. The days are over. The days are over. There shall be a sharp divide between the darkness and the light. The word of God will grow like never before. Hunger for the word will grow like never before. The people of God are going to go after the word. After the word, after the word, after the word. And there shall be a mighty revelation of the identity of the church. The church will have a clear, God-defined identity like never before. Deception will be exposed. And deception will be disgraced. And the hunger for my world will rise very strong among my people. And my people will seek for pasture like never before. And saith God, That's why I'm preparing you. I'm equipping you because people are going to look for pasture, and they are going to look for you, and they are going to come to you, and they are going to ask you. And you will become teachers. You will become pastors. You will become ministers of the gospel in your various places of vocation. Wherever you are found, you will be a teacher because there will be hunger. Men are going to be seeking for the knowledge of the true God in the midst of this demarcation. The dividing line will be very obvious. I didn't hear powerful amen. The alignment will get more sharper It will get more sharper And the difference between darkness and light will get more clearer This year it's going to happen False prophets and false preachers will be exposed Charlatans will be disgraced them all Because the light of God's word is going to grow And discernment will be very sharp Deception will increase for those that will be deceived Those that will be deceived Will be deceived to silliness Those that have chosen the path of darkness Darkness will consume them That is They will be so full of darkness That they will not find their way And those that have chosen the path of light Will walk in greater illumination There will be so much light So there will be such clarity Between darkness and light It's not going to be like it is now well we don't know which is which Because all of us look alike All of us sound alike false prophets are using jesus we too are using jesus charlatans are using tongues we too we are using tongues no 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 there will be a sharp divide kapatona the body of christ will emerge out of the rubbles out of the rubbles there shall be an emergence of the structure there will be an emergence of the shape the church of jesus will start taking shape it will start taking shape and it will become very clear to the world that this is the church of Jesus. I speak to you the mind of God Almighty. It shall no more be business as usual.
1: Okay, thank you for staying tuned. Um, opening announcements, bank details, especially for our radio audience. Account name remains Power City International. There are free banks as usual. will start with UBA, there's Zenith and there's FCMB. Let's start with UBA. One hundred thirty-nine twenty-six four six five one hundred thirty-nine twenty-six four six five 26 UBA, Power City International, Zenith, ten twelve thirty-six fifty-nine twelve ten twelve thirty-six fifty-nine twelve Power City International, Zenith, and finally FCMB, twenty-nine eighty-two sixty-eight twenty twenty-eight twenty-nine eighty-two sixty-eight twenty twenty-eight For calls, and uh, we're going to give you about 20 minutes of uh, phone calls on this edition of the program. So, what you just need to do, you know, avail yourself of plus two three four if you are outside the country. Otherwise, it's zero eight zero six eight hundred nine nine three nine. Or you send us an email to ask the councilor now at gmail Or you send us an SMS to plus two three four if you are outside the country. Otherwise, it's 0703-691-8642. Finally, for sponsorship. Just call up, plus 234, if you're outside the country. Otherwise, it's 0803-275-6104, or you send an email or two to Dr. Ebel Damina at Yahoo.com. Doctor, there, of course, is D-R-O. Okay, quick thing. Uh, as soon as Lo Baba joins us, any moment now, we just launched, but let me use the opportunity to tell you that today is World Radio Day. As somebody who spent nearly 28 years on radio, I'm just excited about the day. And it's another opportunity to remind ourselves of the significance of radio. Radio is everywhere. Radio is cost-friendly. It's cost-efficient. Radio is um, uh, what else? It's, uh, it reaches uh, farther than any other uh, me- so, um, mass media platform. And I need to make one point clear. You know, there's this debate about, oh, which one is even the king of media, as it were. Is it TV? Is it newspapers? Is it social media? Well, How to resolve that? You just go to the order of uh, ad hoc celebrations as announced by the United Nations. Uh, World Television Day is on the 21st of November, all right? World Press Freedom Day, mainly for newspapers, is on the 3rd of May. And come on, World Radio Day is on the six uh, on the 13th of february meaning that radio is number one radio is the first to be celebrated every year that's number one and even when you look at another thing love love is uh, higher than any other things higher than all the other media organizations but love is only celebrated after radio so it shows you that radio is really powerful and i hope with those few points of mine i've convinced global to love the radio Global <laughs> Baba. Intercontinental, Mr. Bush. <laughs> it's a world, uh, wonderful radio day edition. Yeah, today is World Radio Day. Yeah, you know, it's good. on the 13th of February, and then tomorrow is uh, uh, what you do they know, call Valentine's, Valentine's Day. No, yeah. global, but what's you even know, Valentine's Day? Global, I world. know the name, <laughs> <laughs> global, you only know the name. I don't, okay, you don't yeah. do Valentine's.
0: Well, every day for me is Absolutely. love, so Fantastic. there's no point taking out a special day since what you do every day.
1: Absolutely. Yes. So for My me. name is Michael Bush. I'm the anchor. I'm super excited to be here. My producer, Pastor I.J. Aquera, complete with his production team, all join me to welcome you to the program. The set man is here, intercontinental, ballistic, global barber. Help me welcome, Doctor Ebel Damina, in the
0: Continental, Mister Butch. See, I mentioned
1: all those names, all even all us. the stories, all the stories <laughs> I said about radio. Nobody clapped. It's all for us. Just the mention of Global Baba's name, <laughs> everywhere is a go. Global Baba, oh we oh start as we always do. Yes, with quick prayer.
0: We we'll want to pray, but you know, today I, I got a rude shock when I was told that Doctor Frederick Casey Price. Price, yes, I is, saw that. Is, has He's left gone. us is gone to be absent from the body yes to be present with the lord that's a patriarchy general one man i have loved and respected over the years i remember back in the early 80s when my eyes began to open to ministry he was one of those men kenneth e Mm. Hagin used to bring to preach in camp meeting and every time he preaches in camp meeting it was outstanding and i got to like him because you know i learned my my parambulating while preaching from KCP.
1: absolutely
0: he's a guy who moves around moves around
1: and tell stories and tell stories stories. (laughs)
0: and some of those stories you can't forget them you know (laughs) i remember he was the first person i heard the word etymology of words from the etymology of this word is and i went to find out what etymology is and that added to my vocabulary that guy impacted the world absolutely
1: and Absolutely. today, we just
0: want to also pray for comfort for his family Amen. and for his ministry, Crenshaw Christian Absolutely. Center. I've been to his church. Absolutely. You know, I, I remember when we went to his church, met with them. It was so nice to us. And that's how we started broadcasting his program on Kingdom Life Network. Well, the general is gone, but more generals are raised. And today, Casey Price is still speaking through some of us. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Father, we thank you for the blessing tonight. Thank you for that precious at, at the death of his saints. Thank you that Casey has left us. Casey Price is with you right now, absent from the body, present with the Lord. And we rejoice for the legacy of his memory, the impact he has made all over the world. We pray for the comfort of his wife, his family, the entire Crenshaw Christian Center in California. We pray for God's comfort, God's peace, and we thank you, Lord, for the impact he has made. And we rejoice that much more will be done and accomplished in the name of jesus we pray for quiet state we pray for our governor and his cabinet we ask that you continue to keep and guide and bless them the public servants and all of his executive cabinet and all the civil servants in this state who continue to serve us we ask oh god that you continue to bless them and meet their needs and we thank you that through the government The the society is an enabling environment for the preaching of the gospel. We also pray for governments of the world, Nigeria and other nations. We ask that through the peace that we have in our governments, the gospel continues to thrive. The word of God grows and souls are saved. Disciples are raised all over the world. In Jesus' precious
1: name. Amen. 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 You know, Global Baba, something that I think the world may just be waiting to celebrate you for is the uncanny, uh, you know, humility you have. It will be difficult, you know, especially if you are an African, to sit on global TV and begin to lord, begin to appreciate another man as somebody you, you draw inspiration from or somebody you copy from. You know, we don't do that in Africa. We don't do that especially in Aquaibo. People even hide to watch you or they hide to listen and then, you know, all of that. They never would acknowledge publicly that they, they, they well,
0: did. I think it's dishonest mm. for anybody to behave like that. It's dishonest and it's dishonorable. It has no honor in it. When you honor honor, you are honored. honored. Amen. Mm. So it takes nothing from me to have acknowledged all the things I learned from Casey Price. You know, my wife was reminding me today that it was from Casey Price we learned that that a young minister asked him after this 60 70 something years of ministry 70 something is 89 70 something years of ministry what one lesson will you say to a young man he said i will say to a young man fix your vacation and don't change
1: it no matter what <laughs> <laughs> mama would love that, ah, mama would love that. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> oh no that's that, that, yes, beautiful beautiful yeah. global yeah. But, um yeah, yeah. Just beautiful. What a blessing. Just beautiful. What a bliss. Okay, Globo Baba, let's We spent the night in Eritrea, that is on the northeastern, uh, if you like, coast of uh, Africa. And two anonymous entries would open the way. Two or three anonymous entries would open the way for us. Intercontinental Sabush, greetings. Globo Baba, thank you for passion. To search, read, and share of such deep insights It's really life-giving. Global Baba, how does or should a believer relate or command the angels in situations of difficulties? Thanks so much, dear global Baba.
0: Well, there's no teaching that asks the believer to speak to angels or even instruct or command angels. We declare God's word, we speak to God in the name of Jesus, we declare God's word, we demand things in Jesus' name. Angels are part of Jesus' authority. And when we speak the word of God, they excel. When they hear the word of God, they excel in strength and they carry out God's word. We don't speak to them. We speak the word of God and they are there to carry out God's word. So when we speak God's word, they do the need for.
1: Anonymous number two, I'm happy listening to you almost every minute. Dear Global Baba. going to bed without the gospel from you gives me sleepless nights. Thank you so much for coming into my life and for being a light to the world. Please, I want to know the correct spelling of... I need to show you this. This is some Greek word. Will you, we tried to get uh, the semblance of that meaning with, uh, with producer who could not. You know. No,
0: I, I don't know, but if he tells us what he's looking for, we can email him back what he sure.
1: should. Sure. Okay. Yes. So yes. It's, and it says, I hope to meet you in person someday in Jesus' name. I appreciate Amen. you.
0: Amen. Thank you.
1: Global Baba. Okay, the, anonymous, the last anonymous we're taking from a retrial today says, Greetings, Global Baban, Mr. Bush, thank you for serving us with the grace of God. My question, um, one of those days you thought that you emphasized that identification is with the resurrected Christ and not the only begotten son. How do we reconcile this with the fact that it was the only begotten son that became sin for us so that we may become the righteousness of God? Also, in his resurrection is our justification but it was the only begotten who died for sin. If we don't identify with the only begotten global, Barbara, how do we share or partake in his death and burial? That suffering, which seemed to be the burial, the basis for which we partake of his glorification, that's resurrection. Thank you, Daddy.
0: If you follow the teaching yesterday, that should have taken care of you. He identified with us in the incarnation. He became a man to identify with us. He became seen, identified with us. We identify with him in the resurrection. He identifies with us in the incarnation. That's the difference.
1: Okay, from the northeastern part of Africa, we're going straight to the east. Hello, Global Baba. My name is Nui Gahi from Kenya. Is the believer's prayer a requirement to confirm his salvation?
0: Well, I don't know what you mean by the believer's prayer, but salvation is offered as the message. And once a man believes and receives, he is saved.
1: Alright, so from one part of the eastern part of the continent to another, so still from the east, Burundi. Greetings to you, Global Baba. Many questions which I had in my Christian life have found the answers in your teachings. This is my third year of following your teachings daily. I thank the Holy Spirit who connected me to your ministry. Now, I feel the responsibility of helping my career to know this truth revealed in your teachings? I don't know. I don't think it means career. I think it's area to know this truth revealed in your teachings because my country really needs it. I'm from Burundi in the eastern part of Africa. My first question, Global Baba, what can I do that I may start Power International Church out here in Burundi?
0: Wow, that's a good one. Well, uh, our global coordinator will reach out to you. We'll make sure your email gets to him, and he will get back to you, and he will train you and equip you and work with you in setting up a campus in Burundi there.
1: Okay, so um, I think we should just leave it. It's Pastor Jackson Muhiwa from Burundi. We just would leave it there as we get to the southern part of the continent, South Africa. Here we come. Joe Buck. Hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. My name is Michael Shabalala. I write from Joe Buck, South Africa. Global Baba, most African pastors preach another gospel. Most American pastors are just motiv- motivational speakers, including the three mega-churches that are well-respected all over the world. They hardly mention the name of Jesus in their service, and most of their teachings are not from the Bible. My question is, how do we as a body of Christ help them without offending them because they really need help?
0: Well, sometimes it's difficult to help people that are already set in their ways. Even God Almighty, the best he could do for the children of Israel was he allowed all their fathers to die. All of them died in the bush. Is the children that enter the promised land. So sometimes, when a generation is already invaded to a point where they are set and stiff, and they are not willing to make adjustments, what God does is to raise a younger generation, and by raising the younger generation, face of the old generation. Most times, that's what happens.
1: Okay, global mobile still from the southern part of Africa, from South Africa to Botswana. By the way, producer, we're ready for phone calls. We can take them all through. To the end. Okay. My name is Brother Onkarabile Mansane from Power City, Botswana. Where do we draw the line between choice and salvation being entirely the work of God, Since it's the Holy Spirit who convicts, and Jesus said no man can come to him except he draws them, can he and the Holy Spirit be accused of not drawing or convicting enough the? person who rejects the gospel when they hear the word, when a person receives the word by free will, that is choice, can't we say, then say, that man has a role to play on salvation? Thank you.
0: Well, the choice of a man is in accepting the message. And what the Holy Ghost does, he arranges for you to hear the message. Now it's left for you to accept or reject. That's why there are consequences for either accepting or rejecting. If you accept, the consequence is you are saved, you are delivered, you are eternally saved. If you reject, well, of course, you know the consequences is it. Eternal damnation. He that believeth is baptized. I mean, he that believeth and is saved. Okay? is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned already. It's all within the confines of a man's will. To either accept or reject. All God does is to woo you through the preaching until you accept or if you decide not to. Nobody forces. Nobody influences your will. You've got to make your choice.
1: Presently, I'll take my last uh, entry from Botswana, and indeed from the southern part of the continent. But first, our first caller, Hello. Okay, Botswana will stay with you. And still from the same Onkarabile Mansane from Power City, Botswana. Thank you, Daddy and Mr. Bush for your labor over our lives. My question on this edition is, Christ before the cross sent disciples to preach yet we can essentially say they grasped the gospel after resurrection precisely on the 40 during the 40-day conference luke 24 25 to 27 which gospel did they preach then before the cross which they didn't understand at some point they thought jesus came to restore their political regime so what did they preach when they were sent out
0: well they went out and preached the gospel of the kingdom remember he said to them in mark and matthew chapter 10 and luke chapter 9 he said as you go say the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent. So he told them exactly what to say. And they preached exactly what they were asked to preach. Even though they themselves were not born again. But they also believed. They believed in Jesus. That's why they were hanging out with him. That's why they left everything to follow him. They believed in him. It's just that there was no regeneration. So it was easy for them to, you know, be be, be thrown off balance by, by, by persecution or the things that happened. But upon his resurrection, the reality of what they had believed happened on their inside, which is regeneration.
1: Okay, Global Baba, from the southern part of the continent of Africa, let's go to the west. That's closer home here, Ghana. Here we come, Akra. From the day I listened to your message on tithing, Global Baba, I realized that I had not been eating the right meal as a believer since then i've tried to follow and listen to you on social media this has made it, <coughs> excuse me this has made it very difficult for me to pay attention in church where i worship thank you so much for putting in your all to demystify the finished work of christ with reference to this i have resolved to get closer and be properly fed and if possible partake in sharing the gospel just the way you do i live in Accra, ghana if you have a campus here please kindly furnish me with the address to the location so i can start from there May the Lord keep you here for a very long time for the true message of Christ to reach everyone on earth. Newton Selom hamanzia in Accra Ghana.
0: Wow, Newton bless you and thank you for reaching out. Our office will contact you with details on how to connect the campus in Accra. Yes, we have a campus there.
1: Second caller. Really the first. Hello. Hello. Okay. So, I go to Ghana second entry still from ghana greetings from our lord jesus christ global baba i'm very honored to be part of your online ministry i must confess that i'm free from fear and death now and there is this joy i'm experiencing each day when i think about or study the word of god by the grace of god global baba i've been able to explain things properly to my sick mother and she has uh, come to believe and confess christ that i'm not scared at all to lose her because i know heaven is our, our home i'm fully persuaded Please, I'd like to order for some books uh, to enlighten me and my household more. I'm a Ghanaian who lives in Accra, Ghana, and my phone number is, my greatest wish is to reach as many people, as unbelievers as possible, by the grace of God, with this great news that refreshes me every day. Your team and you are so blessed. Thank you, Dr. – excuse me, Mrs. – she's going to be Dr. soon – Mrs. Dokas Kese-Dwa in Ghana.
0: Wow, thank you, Mrs. Dokas. Our office will reach you on materials and all the information you requested – but Thank you for reaching out.
1: Okay, still from Accra, I think I have um, some more entries from Ghana. I'm trying to see what I can have that. Meanwhile, this caller Hello. Whether they like it you or know, yes, We're going to have some calls on this program. Are you there? Hello. Okay, global. Baba, while still looking for, I think we're having some connection issues. Just keep trying. we we'll try to squeeze in a couple of calls, no matter what. Still from Ghana. God bless you, Dr. Abel Damina and Mr. Bush. We sincerely appreciate what you do. My name is Obert. I write from Accra, Ghana. Please, are there different kinds of apostles, like kingdom business apostle, marketplace apostle? Thank you for your time and answer. No, there's,
0: there's nothing like that except in the Dictionary of Another Gospel. In the gospel of Christ, we don't have marketplace apostles. We have people in the marketplace doing business. Christians and non-Christians. Apostles are strictly for the building of saints. Look at it. He gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints to do the work of ministry. Not to sell cloth. Not to sell cars. Not to trade in forex. Not to trade in a cryptocurrency. He ordained apostles to equip believers to do the work of ministry. So all those, uh, all those uh, crazy things, people are talking about marketplace apostles, hospital apostles, and uh, uh, cooking apostles. It's not in the Bible at all. It's extra biblical material, and uh, it is it's wrong. It's an assumption that it's not doctrinally right.
1: Still from Accra, Ghana, God bless you, Dr. Beldamina and Mr. Michael Bush for your unflinching efforts to reintroduce Jesus to this generation. Dr. Damina, in my 37 years of ministry, I've always believed that Ananias and his wife Sapphira were killed by God to rid the church of imposters, since they were not Christians. But by exposition on the true nature of God revealed in Christ, I've come to know that God does not kill. In fact, God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. So, my question, Global Baba who killed Ananias and Sapphira. I would like to enroll at the Mentorship Academy and Bible School pretty soon. And Pastor Joshua Otu Kodjo in Akragana. Ghana. Thank you, sir, for opening our eyes to the truth of the word we never knew.
0: Bless you, Pastor Joshua. Well, it was not God who killed Ananias and Sapphira. It was Peter who killed them because they were still transitioning from the law to the New Testament. So Peter killed them by applying the law of Moses, which is the law of sin and death. If you observe, it was when Peter spoke. Upon hearing the words of Peter, fear struck them and they died. And if you observe, you will see that nobody joined the church. When God does something, it draws men to the gospel. But this one drove everybody away. It shows you that God was not in it. It was Peter who killed Ananias and Sapphira. If you get my teaching series on the misunderstood God, the misunderstood God, that series will help you a lot with all of those explanations on such things in the Bible.
1: I'd like to just apologize to you listening or, you know, watching us, Uh, listening to or watching us. I understand we have some technical issues with uh call line, so perhaps another edition. But right now, still from Ghana. Hello, Dr. Abel Damina. God bless you for your teachings. Ever since I started listening to you, which was just recently, I've come to learn a great deal, and my spirit is being fulfilled day by day as I was formerly in darkness to the point of physical death due to unbelief. And when I believed in Jesus and accepted the salvation, I was still lost and confused and still holding on to ills of the past. But recently, I started praying for renewal of mind, and that's when I embarked upon you. I still have many questions, but they have been answered day by day by the Holy Spirit, and I still have habitual sins, but I no longer feel guilty or condemned, and I'm, getting, I'm letting patience have its perfect work in me. Again, thank you, because these teachings need to be spread across the world. It's truly the good news. I would love to be part of your community and help teach others and bring others out of darkness. My name is Sandra Osei, and I currently reside in Ghana, Lashibi, Accra. My telephone number is, I'm not sure of the course, since we are in Nigeria. I would be very happy if you could please contact me so I could go through the training and anything else I need to do. God bless you once again.
0: Wow, we'll oh, reach you. It's like Ghana is on our case Ghana is on today. fire. Wow. Ghana is on fire. It's good, very good. Excited to hear that.
1: Okay, Global Baba, um, you just said Ghana, Ghana. Yes, uh, the other place that we also need to reach is the Trumps of this world. So we'll go to America next. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the United States of America. Hello, be nice. Hello, Global Baba Banding intercontinental. President Bush. God bless you all for your labor of love. and calling. I currently live. I currently live in the USA. I'm a follower of Dr. Damina. My question is, did Rahab, it should be Rahab, did Rahab get saved? If she did, then it will mean she will have a new identity. I'm wondering why does the epistle still refer to her as Rahab the prostitute in Hebrews 11.31 and James 2.25. My second question is, why does the book of James talk more about works?
0: Well, again, Rahab doesn't need a physical new identity. She already has a spiritual identity, which is new. Uh, yes, she was saved because she believed in the gospel in a promised free note. That is why her name is in the epistles Hebrews. She was saved. Her identity, her new identity is spiritual. It's not physical. So that's why her name is still maintained so that others who are in her shoes know that there is hope for them in the gospel. Now, the, de- the next question you were asking, I can't remember. Okay, I can part. just
1: get it now. I can yeah. get it. I can get it. Um, is that the... Look, did we, Okay. US. my second question is, why does the book of James talk more about works? Okay,
0: well, James talks more about works because he was, you know, his background, his background as a Jewish man, his background is from works. But again, why he talks more about works is because he's trying to show you that now that you have received the life of God, the life of God produces fruits of righteousness. So, it's a very beautiful epistle if you understand, you know, uh, the book and you understand the purpose why James wrote that book.
1: Okay, Global Barban, let's stay on in the United States. Uh, Hello, Global Barban, the Intercontinental President Bush. Okay, still the same question, so I'll run away from that. I just take one anonymous entry from the United States. Is that close by? Okay, greetings to you, great man of God. A caller. Hello. Evening. Yes. I'm from Togo yes blessing welcome to the show that prophecy worked about that we had to have the phone call. yes, yes. yes. blessing come on the show welcome. yes I'm calling to know if there is any power city in Togo
0: Yeah, I can join blessing thank you for calling we're having a lot of requests from Togo for power city so we're working on it in a short while we will announce a campus for Togo but for now blessing if you email us send us an email with your name and all your details email Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com if you email us we'll make sure you're part of the process of helping to start a campus in togo bless you
1: Okay, so we can continue with that anonymous entry. Blessing from Togo. Thank you for calling us. Okay, greetings to you, great man of God. I just want to graciously express my gratitude to you for the exposition of divine truth as it relates to the word of God, Jesus Christ. For several years now, I've listened to many of your messages and excerpts, and I have always been blown away, nevertheless more enlightened and rooted in the person of Jesus Christ via the revelations your teachings give to me may the lord increase you in strength in unction and grant you deeper revelation for the body of christ in this regard again thank you sir please accept and extend my warm regards to your family in christ jesus god bless you sir wow
0: thank you baba jide bless you
1: all right from there i'm trying to negotiate my way out of the united states of america looks like i should go to the continent of uh, of Europe, Europe, where are you? Just come now, Italy. Here we come. Hello, Mr. Bush and Global Baba. I'd like to thank you so much for the labor and sacrifice to see us grow. God bless you both. Please, I need counsel. First of all, I want to say that my life and way of thinking has really changed in a way that I can't explain. Most of the things I used to do that I wasn't proud of have disappeared without effort, and I still can't understand how they disappeared. All I did and still do is follow every broadcast, so now I understand when people call concerning addictions, and Global Baba says, stay with the word and keep following. Global Baba, I fear so much, specifically death. I always ask questions like, what will I do if mom, dad, brother, husband, or someone close to me dies? And as a result, my heart skips, uh, beats, uh, any time such thoughts come to my mind. Since I'm always saturating myself with the word, since I'm already saturating myself with the word, I decided to pray in tongues. More, after you taught us extensively on that, there are times I force myself to pray in tongues, but my mind will just be thinking about appointments I have. I don't stop praying, though, no matter how my mind roams. Not, I, I don't know if it is right, please. Am I not listening to the word enough, or am I not praying as I ought to sing? Sometimes my mind is not on the prayer, especially when I pray in tongues. Thanks for your response, and forgive me, Mr. Bush. I tried to make it short, but um, I'm writing from Italy.
0: Wow, well, keep praying. Keep praying in tongues. You don't have to. Stop. Even if your mind is wandering, keep praying. The more you continue after a while, you know, your mind will begin to be subdued. And your spirit will gain ascendancy over your mind. And don't be afraid of death. Get rid of it. God has not given you the spirit of fear, but the love of power and of a sound mind. Don't be afraid of death. You know, especially when you understand that believers who die really don't die. They just sleep and there's resurrection. So just get rid of that fear. And I will encourage you to keep listening more to the things we teach it will eventually help you to get over that fear. Bless you again for reaching out.
1: Amen. Just in time, this caller. Hello. Oh, good evening. Many thanks for joining us. Your name, where are you calling from? Thank you. Good evening. I'm Pastor, from I'm Pastor Emmanuel from the Yeah, Pastor, go ahead. All right. Papa, good evening. Bless
0: you, Pastor Emmanuel. Bless you. Papa, Papa, I love you so much. I thank love you so much. For your thank good evening. you. Thank you. That's what I My question is taken from the book
1: of Matthew twenty-five verse forty-one.
0: Matthew chapter what? Twenty-five and forty-one. Matthew twenty-five forty-one. Put it up for us. Matthew 25, He didn't
1: even tell us the question, did he?
0: Forty-one. Then shall he also say unto those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. That that's a parable Jesus was giving concerning those that reject the gospel. Of course, when you reject the gospel. You will be in eternal damnation. That's what he was just talking about. Hellfire was created for the devil and his angels. But if people who receive who hear the gospel reject the gospel, then they will spend eternity with the devil and his angels. You know, that's what it means, the implication.
1: From the continent of uh, Europe, let's come straight to Uyu, Akwaibum State, to land at the Victor International Airport. Hello, Global Baba and the Intercontinental, Mr. Michael Bush. Global Baba, i like to thank you for your labor of love in word and in doctrine. My prayer for you is that you will be delivered from wicked and unreasonable men and that door of utterance be opened to you in every part of the world. <laughs> Global Baba, please, there is something really bothering me and my family. My cousin by name, Barry Suka, in River State, had an affair with a certain man was believed to be a prophet and he collaborated with her to quarrel so that she could quarrel, I don't know, uh, with the whole family, setting her against the whole family. After this they left to where nobody was aware. After about two years the man died there and then my sister came home. Since that day up until this moment she's been sick every now and then and according to her tradition she was asked if she entered into any covenant with the man but she refused to speak. Just last December, she came home sick again and was still questioned, but she refused to speak. Coming to January this year, Global Baba, while I was at home, she started smelling like a dead body. When they told me, I had to pray for her and sent her your teachings on Sotera 7, the legal and vital work of salvation. And I taught her also the healing ministry of Jesus as you taught us, coupled with the misunderstood God. Finally, I traveled, but before I did, I told her to always listen to the messages and believe. I can't tell if she did or not, because of school stress and my examination, I couldn't call her always to check up on her Just Today they called me from home that she was taken to a church and according to them the Holy Spirit said they should ask her what happened between the man and she during the time they were away together. Then she finally confessed that they entered into a covenant by blood and some other ritual activities. Since yesterday I heard she's been unstable that she would die and come back to live again. So global, Baba, in this condition, what's the way out? Because i strongly believe god can intervene i want you to join faith with mine and declare healing over her because she's too precious she's too precious <coughs> excuse me for us to lose um do do babari progress from we just hold our thoughts and take this caller hello hello yeah you're last hello. caller yes welcome to the program yeah. you know where you're okay. calling from hello go ahead uh, i'm calling okay my name is tony tony from non-revisible yes tony uh, Tony from Longley, Go ahead Tony, go ahead. Uh, okay, I want, I want to thank Papa so
0: much for allowing God to use him in this our generation to open our eyes of understanding to know who we are in Christ and what Christ has done for us. I said may God continue
1: to bless him more and more in Amen. the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
0: Okay, thank so you. That's, that's it. Thank you. Tony. This particular situation, I think she has made a choice, but it is not too late. You know, um, we just, just pray for her that, uh, you know, the gospel will reach her somehow, where she will make peace, receive Christ, and be saved. That's more important than her living or dying or coming back again. The most important thing is for her to know Christ. So beyond every other thing, the first thing we should target is to bring her to the knowledge of Christ. And then, of course, pray for her and counsel all those, those, make her know that those covenants don't have the power to kill her. You know, she can still live above them. But, you know, it's a mind thing. So, again, that's why she will need to be talked to. She will need to be ministered to. But we pray right now. We believe for her salvation. Amen. Father, we ask that laborers are sent to her Amen. to harvest her to the kingdom. Amen. We break the power of the enemy over
1: her. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, Minister Edem Rock has written a quick ones. As the Bible teaches through apostolic examples and necessary inferences, as well as specific and generic examples. Global uh, Baba, please, which of these examples? supports instrumental music in worship
0: there's none it's traditional instrumental music in worship is 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 traditional that's why if you get my teaching on new testament praise and worship praise and worship is not a song praise and worship is the regeneration the born again man in christ is god's worship praise is the expression of what christ has done for us in his death burial and resurrection and it necessarily does not need instruments. All right? Because we are the circumcision that worship God in the spirit and have no confidence in the flesh. However, instrumentation is traditional. We just use it because it helps to give melody to what
1: we sing. Okay, Global Baba, we have very little time, about two elastic minutes, so we should try and just round off, and I don't want us to sleep in Uyo, I want us to go as far field as in Uyo, if it's possible. But John Walter from Uyo says, Thank you, Global Baba, for blessing us with these revelational teachings. So I want to ask Matthew five thirty two. Here Jesus said, Whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. My question is Jesus mentioned fornication here as a reason for divorce, not adultery. Please explain.
0: Well, again, remember, it was under the law. So everything is said in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John were parables communicating. Fornication, adultery, all of them. In the New Testament, all of them are in the same class. Again, like I explained yesterday, uh, you know, uh, you, you need to get my book on understanding marriage, relationships, and family life. It deals with divorce, remarriage, and all of that whole concept. And because we have limited minutes, I can't go into it. Bless you.
1: Okay, so we live in New right away. We've um, zooming to Enugu. Unfortunately, because of time or uh, the lack of it, we're not able to do anything. But we have arrived in Enugu. We we'll start from Enugu tomorrow. Global Baba, that's the size of our show. I'd love to thank everyone for staying tuned. My name is Michael Bush. My producer, Pastor Ijeaquera, and the production team joined me to invite Global Baba, Dr. Abel Damina, to take us home.
0: In the Intercontinental, Mr. Bush. What a day! It's been a blessed one. We want to also acknowledge the presence of Dr. Gabriel, still with us here. Pastor Rex Nadi, still with us. And they will be live on Kingdom Life Network tonight, tonight immediately after this broadcast. Pastor Boycom and all the pastors from Uyo, we love all of you. It's been wonderful just sharing fellowship with all of you through the week online people, we love you, we look forward to having all of you tomorrow. Remember, I'll be preaching tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. GMT plus one and 11 a.m. GMT plus one. For those in Aquaibom, you want to worship with us tomorrow, it will be awesome. You will enjoy and be glad that you came. First service, it's at 7.30 a.m. Second service is at 10.30 a.m. And remember, we're live tonight, 8, 9 to 10, inspiration, 10 to 12, Heritage FM. Tomorrow morning, 5.45, XLFM, and then tomorrow in the service will be live at 11 a.m on radio comfort fm and remember 11 to 1 we are on radio Acquire one to three we're on xlfm and tomorrow three to five you know you fm we look forward to having all of you in the services tomorrow and until then enjoy the grace of christ and be blessed
1: goodbye from uyo nigeria amen